Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Jeff Stormer, and I host Party of One, an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend. J.R. Goldberg. Alvaro, a.k.a. Wormtooth, formerly MC Blackwolf. Danny Costello. My name's Rich Howard. I'm Sharung Biswas. We play a two-player role-playing game. We share some laughs. An absolute blast to play. It was a delight to run my game with someone who got so into it. It was so easy to do. Seeing the creativity just blossom right in front of my eyes. Maybe a few tears. I've never had a game make me question my previously staunch moral compass. Jeff makes the greatest serial killer. And we have a really good time. The great way to take a chance on a new role-playing game. Truly exemplifies what is wonderful about a game with just two people driving the narrative together. You can find new episodes every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On Podcast Series, Twelfth Night, Episode 6, Are All the People Mad? For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. And don't forget, if music be the food of love, play on. feel the beating of the blood in our impatient hearts, has bloodshed come to Illyria? We know Toby and Mariah tricked Malvolio into some very bad behavior, with who knows what very bad results to come. Andrew, seeing that Olivia only had eyes for Cesario, also let Toby and Mariah trick him into challenging Cesario to a fight. But, of course, Cesario is really Viola, who is no fighter. Unlike her brother's friend, Antonio. Toby would have Andrew think otherwise. Sir Andrew. <laughs> Sir Andrew! <laughs> Cesario's a very devil! <laughs> I have never seen such a devil warrior! <laughs> I had a pass with him. Rapier, scabbard, and all, and he delivered to me the winning thrust with such a fatal movement that it was unavoidable. Plague on it, Sir Tovey. I'll not fight with him. Yes, but he will not now be pacified. Though the devil take it. If I thought he'd have been courageous and so skillful with the sword, I'd have seen him damned before I'd have challenged him. Tell him, if he'll let the matter slip, I'll give him my horse. Uh, I'll make the offer. Stand here. Uh Make a good show of it. (laughs) (laughs) This may end without the loss of any souls. And I will ride your horse as well as I ride you. Ah! Mariah! Andrew will give up his horse to get out of the duel. I have persuaded him. Cesario's a devil. Cesario is just as horrifying an idea of Sir Andrew, and Panson looks pale as if a bear were at his heels. 
go see. I'll take you. Go, go see. Go to him. Go to him. <laughs> There's no remedy, mm-hmm. sir. Sir Andrew will fight with you for the sake of his promise. Oh. But truly, he has better thought over his quarrel, and he finds that now it's scarcely worth talking about. Therefore, draw only for the realization of his promise. He protests he will not hurt you. I pray that God defends me. A little thing would make me tell them just how much I lack as a man. (laughs) Now, Sir Andrew, give ground if you see him furious. Come, Sir Andrew. There's no remedy. Cesario will, for his honor's sake, have one bout with you. He cannot by the dueling code avoid it, but he has promised me, as he is a gentleman and a scholar, he will not hurt you. Come on! Get to it! Pray God Cesario keep his promise. What? Ah, ah, Sir Andrew, if I have to realize your promise, I do assure you it is against my will. Take that! And that! No, not my face, not my face! And I've got you now! Run, boy! Run, boy! Everything hurts. Put up your sword! If this young gentleman has done offense, I take the blame on me. If you offend him, I will fight you for him. You, sir! Why, who are you? One, sir, that for his love will do to you much worse than what another man might vow. Even if you be the executioner, I am for you. Sir Toby, wait! Here come the officers. I'll see you later. Ha! In your nightmares. (laughs) Please, Sir Andrew, put your sword down if you would. Yes, will I, sir. And as for my promise, I am as good as my word. He's a smooth ride and gallops well. What? This is Antonio. Do your duty. Antonio, I arrest you on the orders of Duke Orsino. Oh, well, sir, you have the wrong man. No, not a bit. I know uh, your face right well, though now you have no sea cap on your head. Oh. Take him away. He knows I know him well. I must obey. This comes from seeking you. Me? Yeah, but there's no remedy. I shall answer it. What will you do now that my jeopardy requires me to ask you for my wallet? Your wallet? What I can't do for you grieves me much more than what is done to me. You stand amazed, but take some comfort. Come, sir. Away. Hey, hey, I must now ask you for some of that money. What money, sir? Huh? For the fair kindness you have showed me here, and also prompted by your present trouble, out of my ever smaller supply of wealth, I'll lend you something. My having is not much. I'll divide what I do have with you. Wait. Here's half my riches. Will you deny me now? Oh, 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 could it be my loyalty to you is not enough? 
do not test my misery in case it makes me so unkind a man as to call out those many kindnesses that I have shown to you. I know of none. (laughs) Nor do I know your voice or any feature. Oh, Lord above! Come, sir, it's time to go! Hey, let me speak a little. This youth that you see here, huh? I snatched him sure out of the jaws of death, revived him with much sanctity of love, and did devote myself then to his life, which once did seem to promise honest voice. What's that to us? The time goes by, away. Oh, how vile a devil is this god you have, Sebastian! (gasps) Done good features, shame. Sebastian. In nature, there's no defect but the mind. None can be called deformed but the unkind. Honesty's beauty. But the beautiful liar is evil incarnate in nice attire. The man grows mad. Away with him. Come. Come, sir. Lead me on. I think his words do from such passion fly that he believes himself. So do not I. Come true, imagination, oh, come true, that I, dear brother, am confused with you. He recognized me. Knew Sebastian's name, and when we dress alike, we look the same. His taste was much like this, and absolute. He wore this fashion, color, cut of suit. It's him I imitate. Oh, if this be, tempests are kind, and love survives the sea. (sighs) Sir Andrew. (laughs) Cesario's a very dishonest, weaselly boy. Uh And more than a mouse. His dishonesty appears in leaving his friend here in need and denying him. Oh. And for his cowardship. Oh. Uh, ask Mariah. A coward. A most devout coward. Religious about it. By Mary's manger, I'll go after him again and beat him. Cesario! <laughs> Oh, come. Let's see this rabid frothing. I'll bet anything, it still amounts to nothing. <laughs> Hop on, my love. <laughs> this is intermission. Don't go far. We'll be right back. Hey, Play On Podcast listeners, I want you to be a part of the cast. Become a supporting cast member with Play On Podcasts for just $5 a month. Get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. I talk to actors, playwrights, directors, and producers from the worlds of theater and Hollywood, pulling back the curtain on why they got into their profession, why these stories are so relevant today and providing context on the process of making these plays in the podcast format. You'll enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series, and maybe even a gift or two. Head over to playonpodcasts.com, click Supporting Cast, and join the club today. 
We so love creating this content for you, and we hope you'll support us so we can bring you inside this rejuvenated, reimagined Shakespearean world. Join the cast, supporting cast. Go to ncpodcasts.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You have me believe that I am not sent for you. Go on, go on. You are a foolish fellow. Let me be free of you. Sticking with it. Good for you. No, I do not know you, nor am I not sent to you by my lady to ask you to speak with her. No, your name is not Mr. Cesario, nor this is not my nose, neither. Nothing that is so is so. Shh! I ask you, vent your folly somewhere else. You know me not. Vent my folly. Shh! He has heard that word of some great man and now applies it to a fool. Vent my folly. Hey, shut off. I am afraid this great clumsy world will spin off its axis. I ask you now to ungird your strangeness and tell me what I should vent to my lady. Should I vent to her that you were coming? Vent yourself, goer. I tell you, foolish fellow, I will depart from you. Hey. Oh, there's money for you. If you linger longer, I shall give worse payment. In truth, you have an open hand. These wise men that give fools money make themselves a good return after a century's investment. (laughs) And here come two other fools in search of you. Now, sir, I have met you again. Who? Me? There's for you. Hey! Why, there's for you. And there! Ow! And there! Ow! Are all the people here mad? Stop! Sir! This will I tell my lady straight away. I would not be in some of your shoes for two cents! Oh, let me go! Come on, sir, wait! No, leave him alone! I'll go another way to work against him. If there be any law in Illyria, I'll sue him for battering. Though I hit him first, it doesn't matter. Get your hands off me! Come on, sir. I will not let you go. Come on, my young soldier. Put away your dagger. You are battle ready. Come on. I will be free from you. What will you now? If you dare taunt me further, draw your sword. What? What? Well, then, I will have an ounce or two of this impudent blood from you. Madam, may I have your umbrella? Excuse me? Your umbrella, now. All right. Oh, and one for me as well. Oh, here, take mine, young man. Ha! Hey! Rosa! Oh! oh. 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 
Stop, Toby! On your life, I order you stop! Niece! Ungrateful wretch. Will you be always this? Fit for the mountains and the desolate caves where manners are never taught? Out of my sight! <laughs> Out! Please! Be not offended, dear Cesario. Huh? Niece! Please! I beg Rudes, bees! Be gone! Now, here alone, I beg you, gentle friend. Me? Madam? Let your kind wisdom, not your passion, win in this uncivil and unjust assault against your peace. Go with me to my house, and you will hear how many pointless pranks this scoundrel has botched up. So then you will smile at this. You must now come along. My uncle's soul can burn far out of doors if he would threaten my heart that lives in yours. What feelings are in this? How runs the stream? I must be mad or else this is a dream. Today I would my passion patience keep. If it be this to dream, <laughs> still let me sleep. Yes, come. I beg that you'll be ruled by me. <laughs> oh, madam, I will. Oh, say so, and so be. <laughs> no, I'm asking you, fool, put on this robe and this beard. Make Malvolio believe you are Reverend Topaz, the pastor. Do it quickly. Meanwhile, I'll call Sir Toby. Okay. Well, I'll put it on, and I will dishonestly represent myself in it. And I wish I were the first that ever dishonestly represented himself in such a robe. The conspirator approaches! Oh, God bless you, Mr. Parson. <laughs> Bonestius Toby, for as an old hermit of Crustacea that never read or wrote words very cleverly said to a niece of a nephew of a person who once met a king that that is, is, so I be a Mr. Parson and Mr. Parson, for what is that but that and is, but is. Go get him, Reverend Topaz. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I say. Peace in this prison. Oh, who calls there? Reverend Topaz the pastor. Who comes to visit Malvolio the lunatic? No, oh, Reverend Topaz. Reverend Topaz. Good Reverend Topaz. Go to my lady. Out, diabolical devil. How you vex this man. Speak you are nothing but the ladies. Well said, Mr. Parson. <laughs> Reverend Topaz, never was man so wronged. Good Reverend Topaz, do not think I am mad. They have trapped me here in hideous darkness. Fie, you dishonest Satan. Oh. I call you by the most modest terms, for I am one of those gentle ones that will treat the devil himself with courtesy. Oh. Say you this place lacks light. Like hell itself, Reverend Topaz. Why, it has bay windows transparent as barricades, and the high windows toward the south, north, are as clear as rock. And still you complain about obstruction. 
I am not mad, Reverend Topaz. I say to you, this place has no light. Madman, you are mistaken. I say there is no lack of light, except in ignorance. And you are more lost than a rowboat in the fog. I say this place is as gloomy as ignorance. Hey. I am no more mad than you are. Test me on it with any sensible question. How did Plato define reincarnation? Oh, oh, oh! As a theory that the soul of the dead might come back in the form of a human or perhaps an animal. Uh-huh. What do you think of this theory? I in no way approve of that theory, though I think the human soul is indeed immortal. Immoral? No. Lack, you steal the light! Although, about reincarnation, I'll be happy not to worry whether grandma's in there when I cut up a chicken for dinner. Huh? Goodbye. You might have done this without your bearded gown. He sees you not. Huh? <sighs> I would we were well rid of this trickery. <sighs> I am now so far in trouble with my niece that I cannot safely pursue this game to its final outcome. Come, Mariah, hmm. when you will to my rooms. Hey, Robin, jolly Robin, tell me how your lady does. Fool! My lady is unkind to me. Alas, why is she so? She loves another. Fool, I say! Who calls, huh? Oh, good fool, if ever you might need to be treated well by me, help me to a candle and pen, ink and paper, as I am a gentleman. I will live to be thankful to you for it. Mr. Malvolio? Aye, good fool. Oh, no, sir. How fell you out of your five senses? Fool, there was never man so notoriously abused. Hmm. I am as well in my mind, fool, as you are. But as well? Then you were mad indeed if you be no better in your mind than a fool. They have packed me away here. Keep me without light. Send ministers to me. Asses! Oh and do all they can to scare me out of my mind. Be careful what you say, the minister is here! <gasps> Malvolio! Malvolio! May your senses to heavens restore! Endeavor yourself to sleep, and leave your vain bibble-babble! Reverend Topaz! Maintain no words with him, good fella! Who, I, sir? Not I, sir. God be with you, good Reverend Topaz! And so, amen! I will, sir. I will. Fool! Fool! Fool, I say! Oh no, sir, be patient. I am reprimanded for speaking with you. I tell you, I am as well in my senses as any man in Illyria. Which says not much, sir. Oh, good fool, some ink, paper, and light. And take what I write down to my lady. It will benefit you more than any taking or writing ever did. I will help you. But tell me true, are you not mad indeed? Do you but pretend? Believe me, I am not. Nay, I'll ne'er believe a madman till his skull is opened and I can see his brains. But I will fetch you light and paper and ink. Fool, I'll repay you beyond your imagining. I beg you, now be gone. I am gone, sir, gone along. I'll be with you again. 
to resist, love the exorcist, so here you won't remain. Cry be gone to the devil, cry be gone, cry be gone, cry be gone to the devil, cry be gone, cry be gone. This is the air. That is the glorious sun. This jewel she gave me, I do feel and see it. And though tis wonder that enwraps me here, it is not madness. No. Where's Antonio then? I could not find him at the elephant. Yet he was there. And there I heard this report, that he had roamed the town to seek me out. Oh, his good advice might ease my worries now. For though my soul well argues with my mind that this may be some mistake, but not madness. No, because this accident and flood of fortune so far exceeds my previous adventures. I am now ready to distrust my eyes to any other truth but that I am mad. Or else, the lady's mad. Huh. Yet, if she was, she could not run her house, command her people, with such a smooth, discreet, and stable bearing, as I perceive she does. No, there's something in it that is deceiving me. This way, Father. Here comes the lady. <laughs> Forgive this haste of mine. <clears throat> if you spoke truth, now go with me and with this holy man into the holy chapel. There with him, swear me the full assurance of your faith that my most jealous and too fearful soul may live in peace. He shall conceal it until you are prepared to make it known, and then we will our celebration hold as will befit us both. What do you say? I'll follow this good man and go with you. And having sworn truth, ever will be true. <sighs> then lead the way, good father. And heaven so shine that they do smile upon this act of mine. Apparently, the heavens do shine on some. Antonio, thinking Viola was her twin brother Sebastian, interrupted Andrew and Viola's fight, saving them both, but getting arrested for his loyalty. Olivia, seeing the real Sebastian, thought he was Cesario, and now they'll be married. What will Orsino think? What will Viola do? Will Antonio find justice? Will Malvolio ever see the sun again? All will be illuminated in the final episode of Twelfth Night, or What You Will! The Play On podcast series Twelfth Night was translated into modern English verse by Alison Carey and directed by Christopher Liam Moore. The cast is as follows. 
Amy Brenneman as Olivia, Jordan Barbour as Sir Andrew Aguecheek, Catherine Castellanos as Mariah, Brandon David Delsit as Sebastian, Rodney Gardner as Festi, Michael Goodfriend as the bartender and Officer Two, Christopher Jean as Antonio and Curio, David Kelly as Malvolio, Tina Munoz Pandya as Valentine and Officer, Daniel Parker as Sir Toby Belch, Jamie Ann Romero as Viola, Tramel Tillman as Orsino, George Bennett Watson as the Sea Captain and the Priest. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Julie Foe. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Catherine Eaton. Original music composition by David Rifle. Sound design and mix by Lindsay Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keys. Script supervisor, Jordan Moore. Managing producer, Robert Capadona. Senior producer, Miriam Lauba. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The senior manager of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play on Podcast series, Twelfth Night, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play on Podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play on Shakespeare. Hear more about the Play on Shakespeare podcast series by listening to bonus content at ncpodcasts.com, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, if music be the food of love, play on. This is Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On Podcast. If you like acting and you like theater, then I think you're going to love this podcast I'm about to tell you about called Merely Role Players, a weekly actual play role-playing game podcast featuring members and friends of Blackshaw, a London theater company. The ensemble uses fiction-first role-playing games to improvise stories with maximum drama. The compare sets the scene. Each player role-plays one of the main characters improvising their dialogue and action. And, at a suitably dramatic moment, the players roll dice to see whether things stay under the player's control or escalate out of it. That way, no one knows where the story's going next. Not the audience, not the players, not even the compere. Listen to Merely Role Players wherever you get your podcasts. Next Chapter Podcasts.